Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Fug. With me as always, Fug. And Fug. Alright. <laughs> the three Fugs. Save Christmas. Are we Fugly? Does that mean we're Fugly? Maybe. Uh, yeah. We're technically, actually, I, well, we're all, we're the three brothers of Hanson. I don't think that we get to make that decision, to be honest. I don't think that's something that's left in our hands. But... Uh, I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, we are actually Isaac Taylor and Zach Hansen. <laughs> we all have quite the face for podcasting. Uh, damn. That's what my mom said. <sighs> Fuck. That's, that's a tough pill to swallow. But, you know. Bro, imagine being the, the fourth guy in Hansen that's not one of the Hansen brothers. Oh, you mean like that extra guy in Green Day? Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? I want more info on him. I think his name's John, but he's, like, always there on tour, and even in music videos anymore, but he's never actually there for photo shoots. Uh, yeah, John Kiffmeyer. That's rough. That's gotta suck. Yeah. Like... Oh, no, John Kiffmeyer was the original drummer that they dumped, like, pretty early, and replaced him with, of course, everybody knows, Trey Cool. (laughs) Yeah, that works. Frank Edwin Wright the Third is Trey that's, Cool's real name. I would have went a with good that. F E W three. Okay. Maybe that. I don't know. Maybe he's saving that for later. His uh, senior tour, some would say. Yeah. All right. So what do we have on the menu this week? We're going to talk a little bit about Games with Gold, PlayStation Plus. We have quite a few releasing, and then uh, kind of a light news week, but we have some cool stuff to talk about. Of course, freebies. This is um, also officially, uh, I, I believe this is officially the day that uh, all of us have the new systems. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this would be the first one. First time, uh, long time. Yeah, like... Do you want to start with uh, talking about that? Uh, uh, hold up, hold up. No, I think what we should, we should start with is... Uh, I, I would love to start with that message that we got in the group chat when he got his system. Oh, yes. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's scroll uh, back Here it was. Tuesday November, tw- Tuesday, November 24th at 3.14 p.m. Fug said... <laughs> mm. The PS5 is so fucking big. <laughs> and that was it. Fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, it's I massive. wasn't kidding when I said it was like hand over hand, like pulling like like the uh, it's I, I so don't, weird. It, it's a massive fucking unit. And after unboxing both of them, it's like, man, Sony really just dumped this shit right into a garbage bag, didn't they? That they was literally all he said in the chat until Tuesday or until Thursday. So yeah. two full days went by. And the only thing he had said to us was, the PS5 is fucking big. <laughs> I was right. He, I thought he got crushed under it. I did, yeah, it fell he down and collapsed on I thought he got crushed died. under it like uh, the episode of C-Lab 2021, where Murphy gets crushed under the Jazz Cola machine. Mm. If that's Shannon how I go, it's home. how I Shannon go. Shannon came home and was like, what the fuck are you doing? And picked it up with one hand and put it on the counter. Jesus. Dude, it's as big as she is. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> both of the consoles are just insanely ugly, and I hate to look at them. See, I don't the know why they've done this to them. me. I love them. Uh, I I don't 
I don't mind the PlayStation. I actually really like the Xbox. I, I don't know why. I, I like the... It's... I, I like where everything's located on this system. It, it's, it's very nice. I, I don't know what else to say about it. Except... And, as far as it goes... Like, I don't... When we get new systems, I don't think, like, okay, what, what, you know, what is this thing going to look like, and am I going to hate it? Yeah, I kind of like, don't really give a shit what the box looks like, usually. Right, it could be a bunch of, like, loose parts with a fan over it, and, it, you know, as long as it does what it needs to do, you know? I really don't like the PlayStation in particular. It's just fucking, it's so big. Are you set, is it upright or do you have it on its side? I have it laying on its side because I don't have anywhere tall enough for it to be upright. <laughs> it's scraping it's, the top of my roof. It's it's sitting there right on the floor next to my oscillating fan. I had to cut a, a hole in the ceiling for it fan. to poke through. That's what you get for living in a fucking hobbit hole. It's so like and it's it's so clearly not necessary for it to be so big. Like it's just all venting. Yeah, I mean I did they really didn't want to have any sort of like hot spot, any hot points on this. Well, system. remember, it was originally supposed to have been bigger. Yeah, it was going to be bigger. <laughs> that I want to see that. I want to see that. Like, if if they went to you know if they went to testing with it and they created a bigger version of it, I want to see what that system. Looks I like. hope that instead yeah. of getting a PS Five Slim, we get a PS Five Beefy. Beef, like, want, beefy. Yeah. I want the, the fucking. I want the thick boy PS Five. PS Five. The double beef burrito. Thick. Hell yeah, extra cheese, baby. Yeah, they're gonna team up with T Bell for sure. Team yeah, up with T Bell. They're gonna be they're gonna be sold exclusively at Taco Bell. Mm, that's smart. That's just that's just good marketing. Do not get your Baja Blast in your PlayStation Five beefy. I think Baja Blast, at least around here, is the new like McDonald's broken uh, ice cream machine. What they say they don't have Baja Blast? That's a fucking lie. They do, they do, and it's happened several times. And I've had to start. I've, I, I'd be like, I no, you're to start not. going to a different Taco Bell, like just because they're like, yeah, I'm all out of Baja Blast. I'm like, why the fuck am I here then? It's not possible. Just cancel the order. Don't they have exclusive rights to Baja Blast? They do. Yeah. yeah so it's, like, it's literally, theirs. no one else on Earth has it. Only Taco Bell can have it. That's I, I yeah. It's they're crazy. Lying. They're they're like they're like yeah you know we're out and I'm just like no you're not. All right, that's fine. Uh, and I, I think I went there twice during the lead-up to the consoles, and I was like, you know what? I'll get the medium Baja Blast. I'll mm-hmm. get the cup, and I'll put in the code. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll win a console. That'd be cool. You know, no, I, I never win anything. I don't, don't think I've ever really actually those, won man. anything. My local Taco Bell never has the promotional things. I think an employee is Same. taking them when they come in. That's really weird. Same. They, they didn't have it every they, single time I went. I even the asked last for it. And they're like, yeah, we'll times, The last three times they've done a huge giveaway of consoles or something, they haven't had the promotional stuff. That's super weird. Yeah. Like, there was one time I literally got to the drive-up window, and they handed me a re- like a regular-ass box with nothing. I was like, uh, no, I should be getting the Xbox One X um, promotional one. Uh, they're like, oh, we're out of that. I was like, then I want to cancel my order, because that's why I came here. Yeah. And I got my fucking yeah. refund right there. That's insane. Like, ugh. it's unethical. It's not right, and I won't That's stand. It's not right. It's not Sorry. right. I they won't should stand have to. For it. They should have to notify you, like at the drive-through, that like they don't have those things. They should notify you when you start driving there. Yeah, they should know that I'm on my way. That's what I'm saying. We don't have that technology yet. 
Not yet, but it's on the way. We kind of do as long as you have cell phone service because the smartphone app knows you're on the way there. Well, I mean, if you plug in the address of where you're going, maybe you're going by that. I don't know Mm. you're Your app will still pop up and let you know on the way. Boom. Did you mean to go to Taco Bell? Because they don't have Baja Blast right now. No. What the fuck? (laughs) That is a good idea, though. Like, being able to just, like, like, have a map or whatever and be like, what don't they have? Mm Mm-hmm. We're definitely on to something here. Yeah. Yeah, just it, it just kind of runs down. Here, here's everything on the menu. Limited stock, and you're like, oh, shit, do I risk it? Treat it like fucking... <laughs> treat it like Brick Seeker at Walmart. Jesus. <laughs> It'll just be like fucking Baja Blast Seeker. I'm it's working like, on it right now, boys. Is that Hold what on. I'm putting pants on for? All right, so what we want to do now is... <laughs> I'm in. Are you sure All right. you're in? Let's jump into games with gold. <laughs> yeah, Folks, right hey, we're those. talking games with gold today. Let's Holy jump right into games with gold because no one's going to talk about it beyond this. Yeah, this is the only mention they get. I would not say it's an honorable mention. I don't even know if I'm downloading these, and this will be uh, the first month I actually can. <laughs> so we got boys, fellers. Uh, folks of other gender that aren't fella. We're talking Ladies. December... Yeah. No. December 1st to December 31st. The Raven Remastered. Which uh, is the only woo. quality game on the list, I think. Yeah, it's from the creators that made the, the Book of Unwritten Tales. So that, that could be fine. Uh, not super excited about it. We got, from December 16th to January 15th, Bleed 2. If you thought bleeding was fun, just wait. I, I didn't play bleed. bleed one. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It looks kind of whatever. Uh, December first to fifteenth, Saints Row: Gad Out of Hell. They've done the, this one in the past. The three hundred and sixty version of yeah. Saints Row: Gad Out of Hell. Why? Why? Um, and then, uh, th- and then on December sixteenth to the thirty first, we get uh, the Russian nesting doll, Russian nesting doll game stacking. No, stacking is actually kind of cool. Be- yeah, I think they've Stacking's given that away good. before too. They have. They have. Yeah. Um, so, hot take. Realistically, thinking from the last couple months of games with gold, and especially this one, which is a fucking Christmas month, mm-hmm. I think they're done caring about games with gold. Yeah. I they're think just like, they're at the point now where get they, are, they would much rather you just drop the extra money for Game Pass. Yeah. So, they're going to give you garbage games on gold um, that no one's really going to enjoy. Yeah. And you're going to see all this other stuff on Game Pass and be like, why the fuck am I not just paying for that then? Yep. Right. Well, hold on, hold on. How how do you... To get games with gold, you have to just have... Gold. 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 But if you are paying for gold, why wouldn't you just have Game Pass Ultimate? Well, you typically do. A lot of people do, but not, not everybody does. But when you look at the number of people that have gold but don't have Game Pass Ultimate... It's like a five dollar difference a month. Like, mm. right? That's you're doing that's yourself a, a lot huge of extra service. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like us saying things like that is why they're doing stuff like this, though. Um, right. Us saying Game Pass Ultimate so much better than Gold is what's getting them that extra five bucks a month over how many thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it doesn't feel like it's any different than what Netflix is doing by jacking the price up a couple bucks every six months. Um, yep. To you, is that a big deal? No. I mean, it's inconvenient, no. but I'll figure it out after literally a day. Um, 
is five bucks a month really going to make or break you? Because if it is, you shouldn't be fucking gaming. Yeah. Um, but if it's not going to make, but the th- on the other side of it, how much extra money is that? It, that's that's a ridiculous amount of money they're making as a Overtime. whole back yeah. on it. Um, just in one month from everybody that makes that change, that's a ridiculous amount of money. And if enough people do that, they're going to be able to keep affording to buy all these other studios they keep trying. Yep, and I mean, what's interesting too is that um, you do see, I mean, speaking of Netflix in particular, I've avoided a lot of the price bumps because they used to grandfather you in. So whatever, th- those those bumps were for new customers, right? And the older customers typically kept their price point that they had bought in at. Uh, that has changed with these recent price bumps. Yeah, and now it's the, just hitting everybody universally. Two, yeah, over the last two or three, occasionally before the price bump goes into effect, mm. when you pop up Netflix, it'll look, give a little reminder saying, "Hey, by the way, um, new terms and conditions for you. This is the new price." Yep. Yeah. So I mean, but, we could potentially see some stuff change. Like, will game will like gold go away and just become Game Pass only eventually? There's been rumors about yeah. that. There's been well, rumors about gold going away and just merging into Game Pass permanently. Yep. I mean, I the only benefit to getting the games with gold is you know that these won't go away for you. That's true. You that's get the only. That's the only benefit. But that, I would prefer even that has changed because they there was a game that came out on uh, PlayStation Plus I think that had licensing issue and got taken off the store and if you didn't have it downloaded you couldn't download it again. Yeah, it would it would be interesting if they were like okay so you know you have like this month you're getting seventy 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 five dollars value. Mm, debatable. <laughs> right, very debatable. Yeah. Um, but it would be really cool if they were like, okay, you know, once a month you get to go in and you get to snag one of the games on Game Pass, and you get to you know keep that. You get to yeah. keep that one game permanently per month. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Make, make it worthwhile. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's a cool idea. That's a good idea, I think. Yeah. So. But we've covered games month. with gold, and we've mentioned uh, PlayStation Plus. What do we get with PlayStation Plus this month? Um, slightly less disappointed. Um, yeah. Not very excited, but Sony is kind of kicking a new trend up that they're they started up by giving us games that when they launch. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I do I do kind of like that, even though I'm not interested in the title. Um, I, you know, but it's going to make me going to make me probably download it and at least check it out. Yeah, so right. from the ground up, we're getting Just Cause 4, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty solid game. The Just Cause games 3 and 4 have been really fun, although they're games I've never wanted to go out and just buy. They're right. a lot of fun to kill time in. Um, they are the now adult version of what I love to do with GTA 3 when I was a kid, which is just go in and destroy stuff. Um, yeah. And then Rocket Arena, the game nobody ever wanted, to the point where that game has... I think that game went to five bucks like three days after launch. Um, but, but they decided to give us a new game that we haven't seen before, which is awesome. Um, launching later next week, we're going to talk about it a little bit more later, but uh, Worms Rumble. Yeah. So I, I, never got into, I never got into Worms. It's just kind of like a 
Is it more? Is it kind of like a Super Smash Brothers like twin stick shooter? Uh, well, original Worms, no. Original Worms was like turn based, mm-hmm. tactical, side scrolling, platformer, shoot 'em up weirdness, um, and they were fun. They were a lot of fun, um, yeah. just blowing your friends up and stuff, taking turns. Like you could watch everything that's happening and plan everything out and just screw each other up. Um, but this is an action shooter. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how this plays out. I guess because it's just so different. Yeah, it's crazy different. It's going to be super fun for multiplayer, and I think that's another one of the big draws. Um, In a lot of ways, it it seems like they're going for like the uh, plants versus zombies market yeah. almost. Yeah, I can see that. It Very... really feels like a Super Smash like level. Yeah. You know. Um, but it reminds me of, like, it. I mean, it. I wonder what combat's like. I wonder if it is a twin stick shooter. Because I see the, bol- the way the bullets are flying. It looks like you would use the right the stick. The angling, yeah. Yeah, to, to fling around bullets and whatnot. Um, it looks interesting. And, I mean, you can't beat that price point of free. And it's literally dropping day one. So um, it should have that. Uh, it might have some um, haptic feedback as well. That would be cool. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm I am all about that. Uh, so this month, you know, the Rocket Arena, not great. Um, Just Cause Four, uh, for me, that's cool because I kind of like Just Cause and I wanted to basically drive into that tornado that was flying mm-hmm. through the map. Yep. Um, I, I think that I think that Rocket Arena is going to do much better because of this. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Give, I, I, I give mean, it, it should have been free at launch. It should have been free at launch, um, but it's definitely that kind of game. Um, I think it'll be. Uh, I might actually end up trying it out. I'll, I might even have fun with it because I didn't hate what I saw about it. It just never mm-hmm. struck me as the kind of game that I would want to buy. Yeah. Because let's face it, I have many other things, um, including Fortnite and stuff like that, that I could just scratch a little bit of my PvP urge with if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Rocket Arena looks different, and three v three. I'm not normally a fan of three v three, but I don't know. Like I said, it's free. It still looks pretty. They definitely sunk money into it. Um, I think it'll be worth trying out, and I, I think I'll enjoy it. Yeah. So it really reminds me of um, my uh, one of my one of my friends he's been on a few of our things before he played um what was that apocalypse D D game that we played what apocalypse was world was it apocalypse world i couldn't remember yeah. i know we played tremulous shortly after and i was like which one's which uh but apocalypse world yeah um our friend kyle that played apocalypse world is mm-hmm. working on a game called bulletville uh and this reminds me a lot of bulletville um i don't know if you guys have if you've seen that or heard of it, yeah. uh, but um, really cool, uh, you know, really fun art style. Um, Kyle is responsible for almost all of the characters. I think there's like three that he didn't do. Yeah. Um, and uh, the environments are really fun. It's a uh, like a hero shooter, kind of like mm-hmm. Overwatch. Um, it just Rocket Arena just really reminds me of that. So that's pretty cool. And then also something for you guys to watch out for. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's your Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus. Not the strongest month, especially after last month getting bug snacks. But next month, yep. at least with uh, PlayStation Plus, we know... Uh, oh, we don't know next month. It'll be February that we know that we're getting um, Destruction All-Stars. Yeah, so... As of right now, I like the trend. I feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck out of my PlayStation Plus, um, which really does make more sense with what I was said about Game Pass. Like, Game Pass is the better service of the two, but yeah. realistically, we should be looking at that. We should be looking at games with gold versus PlayStation Plus, like, free titles. And as of right now, I'm getting more quality and more money out of, like, the PlayStation Plus titles. I'm at least interested in installing a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long before you know Sony ends up wrapping in PlayStation? Now they already dropped the collection. I I and don't I, know if we'll see anything crazy like that though. As much as I would like it, um, I don't know if they would bundle something together. Um, I will say PlayStation Now bandwidth for the streaming side of it. The requirements are still really wonky because I did a test the other day and I'm on I'm on fiber now and. It was like, oh, yeah, you're good. And then it was like, ah, you're not good. Oh, yeah, you're good. Well, no, yeah, the problem the problem with this, that service is, you know, your internet doesn't stay stable. It doesn't stay at, right. you know, like 100 or, you know, 150 or whatever. You know, it, it, it'll be 150. And then if you have, like, like, a higher speed, it'll jump up to, like, 350, uh, climb to 400, and then drop to, like, 26, and then bounce mm-hmm. back up. It's all over the place, and that's um, that's definitely definitely part of the issue with a service like that, a service like like uh, Stadia. Right. You know, it just it, it's um, it's not that it's not possible. It's just you're gonna have everyone's gonna have a different experience. Speaking of Stadia, a friend of mine uh, was a YouTube Premium subscriber, um, mm-hmm. got that Stadia kit. Um, he said he messed with it for a quick day or so. He canceled the trial immediately so he wouldn't start getting recurring build for it. Um, uh, he said about a week ago it fell off of his computer desk and landed on the floor. And he just still hasn't picked it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, that's fun. He just, it's, it's still there. I thought he was going to say like it shattered or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's still just laying there. He's like, it's a good controller. It's just laying there. He new. should turn it on. Ooh, yeah. He should turn it on with it there. That's funny. See, what, like, I, I, Play it on I, the floor could, his feet. I could not be swayed to even walk over and pick it up. That's brutal. What was the other thing that came out pretty recently? It was uh, the Luna? The Tuya. I wish. Oh, yeah, I keep getting ads about the Luna. I yeah, it's the Luna. Yeah, Amazon's been blowing up my email. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm not buying into this. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you have. You, it's you not know, happening. We've selected you for the Luna. And I was like, okay, cool. You've been chosen. Do you need my shipping information for the controller? They're like, no, you have to buy that. And I was like, all right. Well, see you later. You've been chosen for me to send this email to spam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, But, yeah, that's your Games with Gold and your PlayStation Plus for the month, uh, for December, for the Christmas month. Man, I really expected a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Let us know what you guys think about it because uh, we we you know what we think about it. So yep. yeah, yeah. All right. So let's but, jump into those games. Yeah. What, what were we saying? I was just gonna say, but we do actually have a lot more games coming out this week than we were kind of thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and actually, a lot of them some are catching stuff, us by surprise. Yeah. 
Yeah, some stuff that I think there's stuff in here that uh, each of us are. There's stuff that I forgot was coming out that I knew was coming. There's stuff that I have purchased that's on the way to my house (laughs) that I forgot was coming out this week. That's funny. Oh, the holiday. Uh, but yeah, these ones releasing from November 30th to December 6th, starting on Tuesday uh, the 1st. Yeah, we got, uh, of course, coming from THQ, North Dick, Kronos Before the Ashes. Yeah, uh, PS4, Xbox, Switch, PC. Um, this is not one that I was familiar with. but I, I mean, I'd heard of it, but I don't really know what the point of it is, I guess. I had seen a little bit about it, and nothing jumped out enough. I've mm-hmm. said it before. THQ Nordic is that that they're that group that like the games are either just going to really fly under the radar and I'm not going to be disappointed because I don't have high expectations mm-hmm. um, or they're going to be really really good um, right. and I don't know how to feel about this one yet it looks super weird I love the, I love the visual stylings mm-hmm. um it may be a game that I end up giving a shot when it drops in price dramatically somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a, a good entry point into uh, one of those, like, um, like a hack and slash RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending. I'm not too sure on that RPG point, but definitely hack and slash looks like it's like a like a dungeon crawler. It yeah. gives me almost Legend of Zelda vibes. Right. With like some yeah. of the dungeon layouts, some of the enemy designs, the way they appear. Um, Especially the enemy designs. Yeah, like it's... I don't know. I I may end up giving it a shot. I'll see if a good deal pops up on it or if uh, maybe if I'm lucky and it pops up on Game Pass eventually or if a demo drops anywhere. Um, what's and it l- looks like the Kronos portion of that is uh, your character age. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they physically age. Yeah, and that's terrifying. Because I do that enough in real life, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's gonna, there's gonna, there's, there's start gonna be, like... You're gonna start having, like, debuffs happen where you would normally sleep and get well-rested, except now you're gonna get older, so you're gonna sleep wrong, and you're gonna wake up unable to swing your sword. <laughs> yep, <laughs> now you have to use... Swing with the other hand. It's gonna be just like real life. I'm gonna wake up and not be able to move my left arm. Yeah. <laughs> too real. Too real fun. Yeah, I don't like it. It looks like I'm it has some potential photo. though for real. Like it it really does. Also, like I don't know, this this video alone makes it look like you're in some kind of a a mental hospital, like a crazy difference, like a psych ward or something. Mm. And then it goes like fantasy, like medieval fantasy, like all kinds of weirdness. So it's um, very interesting. The last, the last boss looked really cool. Like, this game could be really cool. I think it has a lot of good stuff going for it. The the mm-hmm. aging thing could be fun. You know, getting permanent debuffs and you know, kind of trying to work your way through something. Um, if the combat's kind of difficult, um, you know, I'm not saying on a Souls level, but like an entry level thing uh, to get some people into that. That's that's really cool. Um, and then the final boss that they showed was pretty massive. So. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of the platforms it's dropping on. I, I may, if a, if a good Switch deal pops up, or maybe on PC. Um, I don't think I'd clutter my Xbox or my PlayStation with it. This would be great so. on the Switch with a Pro controller, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But if I go um, Switch, I'm going handheld, and that's where I'm going to go with it. So uh, I, I made some going PC that route. Um, I'm I, I'm now at that point where I really, really don't want to bother buying stuff for my new systems unless it's enhanced specifically for those new systems. Yeah. For sure. 
All right. So uh, the next one releasing same day, Tuesday. Uh, the first we have for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC from Romero and Paradox, Empire of Sin. We've been talking about this one for a while. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I love yeah. all these management games. I mean, Par- uh, Paradox has become like a really huge studio for me in the last uh, couple years. Yeah. So um, definitely super excited to to uh, dive more into their stuff. This is in like a really interesting time period. I think. I think um, this kind of marries two different kinds of gameplay that you really enjoy mm-hmm. specifically. Yep, the, the tactical turn-based combat. And then obviously That's where the, it gets geez, me. Yep, the simulational, like, um, you know, how do you build up your little crew? How do you, uh, you know, wh- what businesses do you invest in? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- this is really cool. The, the thing that gets me is that, um, you know, that turn-based and then, of course, uh, the the time period the time period is mm-hmm. really really cool and it's important yeah. um it's uh like prohibition you know a lot of yeah. seedy individuals uh i don't want to use the m word but mob um mm-hmm. and mom yeah mom yeah uh and and you're running you know uh you're, you're with different characters you know you're trying to figure different things out and manage your empire Right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's um, this is. I don't know. This could be a good entry point for people. There, there's always something new, uh, you know, coming along trying to pull people into different types of games. And I think this could be a good entry point for some people who are interested in um, management games, but they, they've always felt kind of like um, too like complex. It, it, yeah, it's too complex. A little you know, cumbersome. I'm- I'm I'm sorry to butt in, but like that old dude with the gray hair didn't blink once that entire scene that was just up. Oh, and that's man. really unsettling. No, I don't you're, think anybody did. It's not like real cutscenes. You're lucky he even moved at all because most of the yeah. time it's a static cardboard cutout for management right. games. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I'm hoping that this this game shines when it gets into the combat. The, mm. I mean, I. I don't, I guess, know what to expect. Yeah, the combat's kind of the make or break here, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could go either way, and I can't think of anything mm-hmm. to compare this to uh, combat-wise uh, because I don't recall Paradox attempting this style of combat previously. Yeah, this is a little bit different than the kind of stuff that we've seen them do. Um I guess we'd be a little more used to something like... Uh, I guess this would be kind of maybe approaching, like, Battletech. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how it kind of plays. It's definitely got, like, an XCOM-y type of look as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll have to see it play out, obviously. For sure. Um, yeah, I think you have to get this one on PC, I think. Gotta. It's Got coming it. out for uh, pretty much everything, but... Yeah, this is definitely a PC game. It's going to kind of feel weird on consoles, I think. I agree. All it's, right. I keep wanting to say, like, a lot of games like this would probably do fine on the Switch if it had touch control, um, yeah. just for, like, the map and stuff, but it never happens that way, so... Yep. Because it's too hard to develop that way. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're making it for six other consoles that don't have touch control. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, I'm going to be picking that up day one for sure. Uh, something else from, uh, you know, another studio that's kind of become bigger on my list more recently. Uh, 
Coming from Don't Nod, this is still on Tuesday, the 1st of December. Twin Mirror is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, PC. Obviously, it will work on the newer uh, consoles as well. Sure. I didn't actually look into Twin Mirror. Yeah, so it's um, kind of going in like a more psychological direction with what Don't Nod has been doing. Um, kind of creepy, uh, dreadful, I guess. Um, it's definitely got a Twin Peaks vibe all over it. Yeah. Looks they, interesting. They've, um, they've really been moving in that direction of, like, almost relationship, where they've kind of mm-hmm. more been leaning on, um, you know, not something... And I, I get vibes of that, uh, you know, while even looking at this, where it is, like, about making that human connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't been... I feel like doing things more like this where you're seeing the conflict you're seeing uh you know you're piecing together what looks to be like a crime right you know uh that's the kind of stuff that interests me when it comes to don't nod games mm-hmm. um and I think they could do a lot more of that and do it well um yeah the relationship stuff definitely is cool but it has turned me off on some of the more recent don't nod titles a well, lot they- of their games are really just for me things that I'd probably be fine watching somebody play but yeah. I would just like to see I, I feel like I would watch this story happen on a Netflix series that I'm super into yeah. um, and it's happening a lot lately with a lot of different games I'm like oh this would be a really dope show oh it's a game yeah I think um, they've, they've kind of fallen into a little bit of a trap where um, almost kind of similar to like Bioware or something where they are playing for a very particular audience, and if they don't... Like, if they hit that audience, good, right? And that, that audience is super into it. But if they don't, it's kind of like, okay, well, what what do you have here, if not that? So it's, it's kind of interesting. Like, all of their games have become kind of like cult hits. But it's each with a different group. So it's kind of strange. You just gotta yeah. bring the, they just got to bring the cult together as one big... Uh... Super cult. Yeah. Mega Sorry, cult. I, I, I had a joke for it, but I just I fucked up the punchline. It's all there, so, you know, don't yeah. put it together. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. And, of course, the uh, yeah, the final one, we already talked about it, uh, coming out on the first, Worms Rumble. It'll be free on PlayStation Plus. It is also available on PC, but uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, then, I, I don't know. We talked about it a little bit. It is, I would say, definitely look up that trailer to see mm-hmm. if it's you know the the space that you you have on these systems, and it happens every single new console. Remember how excited we were when we were getting moving up for the PS4, and we're like, oh shit, look how big that is. That's yeah. that's massive. Yeah. And then we found out each game was nine hundred like <laughs> nine hundred yeah. gigs a piece, and we're like, oh oh okay, that's, that's no dog shit. All. Never mind. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it definitely happened again. All over yep. again. Yep. Um, so, you know, something to... Uh, definitely something, something to keep, to keep in, in mind. mind you yeah. know, that, re- that real estate. Yep. Luckily, download speeds aren't really capped on the PS5, though. So my yeah, no, certainly not in the way they were way before. The fuck faster. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it is faster, but definitely grab the game. Um, and then, you know, it could be one of those things that, you know, if you're not into it immediately, like right now, it could be one of those things like, oh, you know, maybe when I have a little bit of time and I'm bored or something. 
Yeah. Um, definitely get that astro get that astro platinum. Uninstall it. Start installing PlayStation Plus games one at a time. I, I I feel guilty on uninstalling Astros. Damn. I don't know why. It's cold. It's because it's not a lot. There's not. You know, it's not a big game. Yeah. That's a very little game. So it's not giving you a lot of space. All it is is a betrayal of Astro yeah, and, and his family. It, his whole family. And I'm like, I can't do that. They're still there. They live inside your controller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if you delete them, them, it asks, do you want to delete everything associated with this game? Oh, do you so want to do you so want to kill Astro haptic, and his friends? So you'll lose haptic feedback and your adaptive <laughs> triggers and your system will start to overheat. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 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 Okay. The GPU song has just really stuck in my head. I told you it was so good. <laughs> I told you. The SSD one was pretty good, too. They're so good. All the, the music yeah. in that game is so unfairly good. Definitely. All right, and then two more. We have Tuesday the 3rd. Um, no, this one, Thursday the 3rd. Or Thursday the 3rd. Ubisoft Tuesday. has started a weird trend this year by dropping yep. Thursday titles. Thursday, Yes. You'll play uh, it when we goddamn give it to you, and you'll like uh, it. <laughs> as we said, Ubisoft for uh, you know PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising used to be Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't know, Johnny. You're the uh, in-house expert, I think, on this. What what, what yeah. do we got going on here? This is the game that when it first got revealed, just looked like it wanted to be Breath of the Wild yeah. meets God of War, but like it's. It's the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team, so it's a more cartoony approach to a big open-world action-adventure game in, like, the Greek mythology mm-hmm. setting. Um, it's absolutely beautiful, though. Um, it's that cartoonier instead of realistic. Um, lots of over-the-top monsters, um, because that was originally half of the title, Um I don't know. It something about it just really jumps out as quirky enough to make me want to enjoy it more, mm-hmm. because it doesn't look like it wants to take itself nearly as seriously as the Assassin's Creed games always do. Um, this one is really embracing the mythology side of it. Um, yeah, that's that, that uh, that's pretty cool. I, I like what I'm seeing from the trailers. You know, I know you're not going to be able to get that effect, but the uh, first enemy that was rushing at the player just a big pulls out a, a big hammer and just crushes it, and you just see a, like a, a zoomed out shot and like dirt and debris fly up in the air. Um, but yeah, yeah, it looks like they're leaning pretty heavy on that uh, on that mythology side of it, which um, it's a which, it's a huge game too. Like it's it's a a very big world that you can explore. Um, mm-hmm. But you see lots of uh, mythological creatures that you're used to hearing things about, like like uh, like Medusa and other crazy things like that. So um, it really stands out, and it embracing that fantasy side of it. Um, I don't know, given the fact that it's a, a familiar team working on it, I, I feel like this is an idea they had while they were working on Assassin's Creed, and just mm-hmm. had a bunch of ideas like, oh, we can't do that, we can't do that. Yeah. But somebody was like, but what if we did... And yeah. they just kept all of those, but what if we dids in a folder? And after the game finally dropped, they were like, all right, guys. But what I've if we're keeping this list? Yep. So yeah. what if we do? Yep. And they, they turned what if we did into what if we do and made this. Um, and as excited as I am for this game, 
the they just recently released the uh, the DLC roadmap, which has mm-hmm. me even more excited. Um, nice. Yeah, let me pull that up. Yeah, the DLC roadmap is uh, it's good. This game's getting a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild as well. So it's it's that big cartoony open world that's there. Uh, I'll give it that. That's fine. It really does look like it wants to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey meets Breath of the Wild, and mm-hmm. in the in the best ways though, um, not in like a cash grab, like right. we can just rip this off and make money kind of way, but in its own really awesome way. Like I don't feel like a game like this would exist if it weren't for as much passion getting put into it as it looks like they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the DLC expansion's coming out. They're dropping one, which is just a typical expansion. It's going to be called The Lost Gods, which is the same, sto- same world that you're already playing in, just with some extra trials and challenges and stuff. Everything kind of does that anymore. That's fine. Um, the one that really gets me, though, is the second expansion they're dropping for it because it's being made by an entirely separate team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's uh the second one. It takes you over to Eastern culture. Um, it's uh myths of the Eastern realm, and you start seeing um like Chinese mythology coming out. Mm-hmm. And typically, that would be really lame and stupid, considering like the dev- the dev team that worked on this entire game with all this Greek mythology stuff, but. In a really big sign of respect, they have a Chinese team working on that on that expansion, and yeah, I cool. think that's just a really cool behind the scenes thing that's like a lot of people aren't going to realize is part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I respect that. I respect that a lot. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that looks good. And then the, what? The third one is. Uh... The third one looks like it's a, like a top down, like not as much. I don't know the weird one. The third one looks almost more like a top-down, like an like, isometric than anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks weird. Um, and that one's called Lost um, Gods, right? Uh, I think the 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 third one is. Yeah, I think the third one's Lost Gods. Um, it, same was the original team working on this, or they have another team working on this one. I don't even remember on that. It's very like top down, almost Diablo-y, and I'm I'm down yeah. for it. Um, How many games are we getting with this? Is the question. It feels like you're getting three entire games by the time it's done, and I think that's yeah. really cool. Um, I wish more games would approach like a DLC structure like this. Um, give me a different take of gameplay on the same kind of a thing because I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're giving tons of free ongoing content with that one too, which right. they're kind of known for doing. Everything kind of does that now. Yep. It's everybody's attempt at games as a service. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to Immortals, and I'm probably going to have to add that on my Christmas shopping list because I know I'm not going to have time for it for a minute. For sure. All right. Cool. Uh, and then the last one we have for uh, this week, uh, coming Friday the 4th, uh, is Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light on the Switch. Of course, Nintendo. So not many people know that title because it's actually the first Fire Emblem game. Yeah. It's yep. the original Never released Fire in the Emblem. US. 
Yeah, it was never released in the U.S. You could find, like, fan-translated patches and stuff. I found one that I tried to run on my uh, Nintendo Classic a few months ago, and it just would not work. <laughs> um, but this is the first time in America that we're getting the original Fire Emblem. Um, even though we've known characters from this game for decades at this point. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, obviously... Like, this is the game that Marth is in. And, like, yeah. everybody in the U.S. knows Marth from Smash Brothers and everything. And even, like, future Fire Emblem games reference Marth. And, like, this game had always been Japan only. Yeah, so the, the, beginning of the, the beginning of the launch trailer is literally just people, just them showing off that Fire Emblem never came to America. Yeah. Um and the game's 30 years old at this point and we're finally getting it so uh, I think that's really neat and of yeah. course it's going to be super cheap because it's just a download on the Switch yep. um, I think it's like 6 bucks, 7 bucks. Um, it's not expensive but there is a collector's edition out there you can get for like 50 bucks if you're a Fire Emblem fan that comes with mm -hmm. a lot of really dope physical stuff including like a plastic replica of a Nintendo cartridge nice that's cool yeah, um, yeah. So that, that's pretty good. I, I w I'm kind of curious on what the price on something like this will end up being, like fourteen bucks. I, I no, Maybe. I think it's like six bucks. Really? I think it's like five or six bucks. It's super cheap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It's dirt cheap. It's it's definitely less than ten dollars. Like, yeah. So that's that's um, really good, a really good service for you know the people that they know are going to be into this. I don't think this is going yeah, to sway right. anyone and pull anyone into the fire. No, right, not, not at all. So, yeah, you you already like, know if you want this. Yeah. I want more people to buy it um, because with the Switch lately, we've been seeing that Nintendo has been much more okay with bringing things to America that we never thought we would see. Mm -hmm. And I have some major, major hopes that we ever get a localized version of Mother 3 or like the, yeah. the, the third game in the series of Earthbound because... In America, we only really got the second one. We got Mother 2 on the Super Nintendo, which was Earthbound. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe this is a sign of things to come. Um, it looks like Nintendo's being big on these 30-year things. So, yeah. yeah, there's artwork. There's a picture of like what comes with that big collector's edition. Yeah. Um, I panic-ordered that baby day one. <laughs> um, as soon as it went live, I jumped at it because I thought it would sell out. They made quite a few of them because even recently Target's buy two get one free promotion they had going on for video games had that collector's edition as a qualifying item. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. The 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 um, Nintendo cartridge is super sick. That's really cool. <coughs> all right. So that's pretty much all the games we have releasing between the 30th and uh, November 30th and December 6th. Uh, if there is anything that we missed, of course, let us know. Um, give us a shout over at Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Or uh, over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Oh, that's such a glorious package. Oh my god, I can't wait to have it. <laughs> it's a replica game box, a replica cartridge, a, a manual. The like sleeve. Everything. The sleeve, though. Yeah. It's legit everything you would have gotten with a Nintendo game way back in the day, except it's yep. all just like replica useless stuff with a download code, but it looks so good. Um, I, good. man. The Nintendo I, Power. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's a Nintendo <laughs> Power poster. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and that deluxe art book. Like, 
Yeah, that's you're the... literally paying fifty dollars for all of that stuff. You're you're it's you're paying five bucks for the game, or you're paying fifty to like ten times the price to get all that extra cool stuff with it. That art looks a little ridiculous, sick. but like I have to have it. Like it's it looks gorgeous, <laughs> and the cover that dragon on the box is total like awesome pixel art, and I'm always wowed by pixel art. Yeah. All right, so let's pop over into uh, I, I, well, let's be real. Let's, we're gonna talk Mudred. Um, That's the only thing I talk about. So this, uh, yeah, this week with uh, uh, the Epic Game Store's uh, free game, we have Mudrunner until the third. Um, you know we're Mudrunner now here. Yeah. Uh, it looks like coming up after, uh, from the third to the tenth, uh, we have Cave Story Plus. I know Johnny had a few things to say about that. Uh, yeah, some strong opinions on that one. The, the devs did uh, did them dirty. Devs got a little screwed on that one. Yeah, it's a whoopsie. I don't think I ever even looked into. Uh, I, I think I saw this game maybe in passing, but I don't think I it's. Did. It is a really good game. Is the problem? It is a phenomenal game. If I could just get it as straight shareware from the actual developer, I would much rather do that. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done a free that. title. Um, because man the controversy between uh, Nykalis and Cave Story is just man um, it's crazy. even the Binding of Isaac team even stopped working with Nykalis so yeah woof that's tough uh, but yeah that's what you're looking forward to uh, who knows you know we always we, we, we know it's always kind of a loose thing on if you know, these games are going to stick even into the next week, so... Um, yeah, let me email Epic really quick. Maybe I can sway yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and sway them real quick. Alright, so we don't have a lot of weekly news. Uh, like, literally two things. Um, why don't we yep. start with the ladder? We got a ladder? Sure. Yeah, so... Um, oh, he's been ladder. He's been a little quiet for a while. We finally have heard about what Mike Laidlaw is up to. Oh, boy. Um, he blah, has... Blah, blah, blah. Has teamed up with a I couple of other... Uh, <laughs> I love the Oblongs. Uh, he's teamed up with some other uh, experienced uh, game dev veterans with the goal of uh, leadership in the new trend of triple I, uh, triple A quality indie Focused, high-quality titles that put the player experience first. Um, they have founded Yellow Brick Games, a new studio in Quebec City. Um, so it'll be pretty interesting to see. They, they kind of talk about their, their top three things. Uh, emergent, intriguing, and worth watching. So that's kind of interesting. Talking about, like we were just talking about the games that they, uh, you know, that... Well, this is cool, but I would rather just read about... Or, you know, I'd rather just watch this on Twitch or whatever. Um, so they're kind of playing into that trend a little bit, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, well, Mike Laidlaw always looks like he's surprised in a lot of photos. He is always surprised. He's very surprised. Huh? That's cool, though. Um, oh, you guys are taking a picture? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting. They've they've got like a bit of a crew already. Um, Let's see what they're hiring for. That's what I'm saying. Uh, 
Yeah, they don't have any direct links yet, but it's like, hey, we're still hiring. Yeah, they're just taking that general we have, application. Yeah, just general applications. Well, there you go, guys. I'm in, baby. Oh, okay. They do have a, a shot of the, you know, some of the other people on the team. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Can you click on each one? Oh, oh you can. Yeah. Concept artist, software engineer. Just hammering them on. There we go. Oh, cool. Bunch of cis white dudes. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, um, I like, I know there was some... There's definitely some interesting stuff about uh, a lot of the Bioware veterans, which kind of leads you to understand why they went after the market that they did. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, this is definitely one of the things that's, you know, when they say we're, we're teaming up with game industry veterans, what they mean is white guys, because that's who was allowed to be in the game industry in the last 20 years, right? Yeah. Other than Brenda Romero, of course. <laughs> Who, again, which is, that was something that we talked about a couple weeks ago, talking about uh, Empire of Sin. Everybody always asked John Romero, oh, so what's going on with Romero Games? Tell us about some of the stuff. And he's like, I don't know, that's my wife's company. And they'll be like, so Romero Games, a uh, pretty, pretty big legacy you're trying to fill. Huh? And he's like, you'd have to ask my wife, who's the owner of the company. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty, uh, it gets pretty cringe. But yeah, I don't know. We'll can probably continue to see this grow just a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's always interesting seeing a new team kind of come out because you start to see where the puzzle pieces fit and where they don't. Um, yeah. You know, pretty pretty quick. Um, but yeah, it seems like they I have just, pretty much everything that they you know that they theoretically on paper need right now. Like, I get it that no harm was probably intended, but God, I hate that our team page because it's just... It's all the same guy. Of, it's all just a bunch of white dudes staring at the camera, and I feel like I'm playing the worst game of Guess Who. Well, hey, careful. One of those guys is one one millionth Native American. <sighs> like, I get that no harm was intended, more than likely, but, like, someone has to put that together and be like, I'm, I'm noticing think we a trend spice here. this up a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they didn't set up the HR department yet. Well, there. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. There is something to think about too. That's like, okay, who? If you if you're asking a, a list of people, who has the ability to just go try to start a new company that has no money inflow, that has no you know starting from scratch, no prospects. Who is statistically likely to be safe in order to start doing that? Like, who has the monetary backing to just be able to do that? Who has... Yeah. Again, it's the same question of who has the ability to be a 20 or 30 year video game industry veteran. It's white dudes. And, and these, I mean, it, you know. It also comes down to, like, these people are not people that have been in the industry for three years. These are people that have been in the industry for probably uh, 10 wow. plus years. Yeah. So when you look at those numbers, 10 plus years, I mean, what was the dominant? Like, well, not not just that, but who was allowed? You know, like, you know, you have to look at, I understand Canada's, I don't know, slightly better than the U.S. on this, I guess. But like, um, you know, who was allowed to get an education in technology? Who 
what what group of people just had spare computers sitting around in their house and shit you know what i mean like um that's definitely something that even like my company will kind of just be like well you know like 90 percent of the people who apply are are white men so you know it's not really our fault that other people aren't interested and it's like yeah but why you need to look at why other people aren't interested you know right right and yeah i mean i think that's kind of the thing it's like you know they're probably like the four founding members were probably like okay well we know you know we talk to each other enough we know we want to move forward with this okay well who do you know he's like oh you know i i worked with uh you know francisco this and, uh, this guy know, and my Alex cousin and, yeah and my buddy you know I, I worked with these guys at different places on different things and you know they they seem to do well so i'll reach out to him and you know not all of those guys were probably like oh yeah definitely you know let, let me go ahead and leave whatever i'm working on now you know typically it's like hey i'm in between stuff now so this works out for me so or yeah bioware's on its way down so it's time to jump <laughs> yeah in mike's case yeah <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm, a couple other guys were from uh, bioware I think. oh really okay but uh but yeah yeah it, it is kind of funny too of course to see that that final line that they're like we're an equal opportunity employer and it's like it's based on what dude yeah, and you know, I th- I think it will, it, like I, I think th- I think it all change. The lineup will change, and we'll start to see. It, this is kind of like, I, I don't know. The, like the biggest issue at this point, kind of hard. just getting started with this as the framework, is there's gonna be a very big struggle with unconscious bias. Well, yeah, um, I can guarantee that their first game is not gonna be about, um, you know, like. Uh, Life is Strange 2. It's not going to be like a a native person's experience with colonialism in Canada or whatever. Like, it's going to be like, what if a big building exploded? Wouldn't that be sick? That would be sick. And to be fair, it would be sick, yeah. <laughs> Only if it exploded for literally no reason. That's like, there's point. not even, like, pipe work in the building or, like, gas lines. It literally just, like... But yeah, like so a lot of them... Apparently it's a lot of Ubisoft and Bioware... Um, ex-employees i should say all right cool so yeah i will end up seeing you know we'll end up getting more news of course about what these guys are you know looking at and working on um they haven't mentioned they haven't mentioned anything up to this point so it's like hey we just have a new studio so yep i'm sure they're working on whatever their first uh big concept is or whatever but yes we'll have to wait to see that for a while yeah spitballing ideas um so that, that maybe it's fun. a dope. Maybe it'll be a dope Wizard of Oz type game. You know, hence Yellow Brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what if Alice was twisted? Simpsons did it. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the last big thing was um, the PS5. Uh, one of their updates it's supposed to fix several issues. It did not fix all of them. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. <laughs> Well, there's a lot to, uh, a lot to, fix. to be fixed, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't even look into what the issues fix because normally it just says, like, crash support. Mm. Yeah, junk like that. Crash Bandicoot. Um, you know, but let's see here. Yeah, that's what I expect to see. The system software update improves system performance. That's pretty much what I always... Um, Standard default answer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, an issue where the install disk version of the game were sometimes deleted was resolved. Um, 
that's weird. I do have yeah, a weird, weird issue uh, myself that's kind of similar. Um, an issue that prevented the PS5 wireless controller from being charged while in rest mode. I never had that issue, so that's interesting. So I, uh, confession, I don't use rest mode because I heard of too many problems with rest mode early on. Yeah. I only use rest mode. <laughs> yeah, I only use rest mode. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. Y you were talking about an experience that someone that you knew had. Uh, right, Fog? Yeah. Um, there was an early issue if you had an external hard drive plugged into your PS5, uh, even with just PS4 stuff on it, that if you let your system go into rest mode on its own, like not if you put it into rest mode, but if you let it go into rest mode, it could brick your system. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I, and I, I had a friend one. that thought that happened, and for a full day he was panicking about it. <laughs> couldn't boot into safe mode, couldn't do anything. Um, he plugged it into a different TV that didn't have HDR, t like did not have HDR support, um, and it popped up. Like it, it booted back to the screen. So apparently it was some kind of a weird HDR10 issue. Um, and I don't even know if Sony is aware that specific enough issues like that are out there. Yeah, you know, um, things like that happen. Um, Ken, I, I know I've had an issue. I had an issue with the PS4, the original PS4, um, where for whatever reason, just one of my TVs uh, swapping the HDMI slot or port or cord or anything like that did not fix it. It just it wouldn't show up on that TV. Um, so I used it on... Uh, a different TV uh, for the longest time. And then uh, when we moved, I randomly just plugged it in and it started working again. No idea. It had to have been some sort of like update or something that resolved the issue. But it was like that for, yeah. you know, it, months before I left. Uh, it was like a month before I left Ohio. I could use, I had a television in my spare room that just, it, it wouldn't plug into. Um, so very very weird um, but yeah I, I guess we expect those kind of growing pains not to brick systems but um, yeah there, there's uh, yeah, this is pretty much everything that I uh, kind of expected one of the issues that I'm currently having is upgrading from the PlayStation 4 to the 5 um, on Assassin's Creed um, hmm. really it, it's, it's weird it's not, it's not stopping me from anything, um, but uh, it constantly keeps reinstalling the PS4 version. On my so weird. It has to have the PS4 and PS5 <laughs> edition both installed on the system. Not to play it. I can delete one and play the PS5 edition, but as I'm playing the PS5 edition, it'll start to download automatically. Mm. That's weird and very frustrating. Yeah, because it's taking up twice the amount of space. So I can't yeah. wait to finish the game so I can <laughs> get rid of it. Um, Man, am I glad that I went uh, digital for most of my games so far? <laughs> so yeah, it's the only one that's doing it. I, I don't, I haven't had that. I don't have it with Watch Dogs. Like I, I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't make sense on why it's doing it. Another interesting thing, uh, Fug over here gifted me a copy of Spider-Man Miles Morales, PS4 code. Hmm. Um, punched that thing into my app on my phone. As I was working, got it. Like you do. Got it. Uh, um, good to go there. Uh, on one of my breaks, I popped over, turned on the system, started downloading it, put it into rest mode. Was done. 
Um, came back and I noticed it was the PS4 edition. I was like, okay, cool. I need to do the same thing I did with Assassin's Creed and the same thing I did with mm-hmm. uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I need to click that little thing that says PS5 download, like free upgrade. And it's like, do you want to upgrade? And you click like the yes or whatever, and it goes through and it starts downloading the PS5. There is no PS5 download option. Doesn't exist. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Um, I've deleted the game and reinstalled it. Um, next to it, it's it, it's like, do you want to buy the PS5 edition? Question mark. <laughs> and it has it sitting right there for fifty dollars. Um, I've done a ton of research trying to figure out what is going on with it. Um, and I've even looked through. It says literally PS4 and PS5 edition um, at the end of Spider-Man Miles Morales. So yeah. I, I don't know what's happening with this. I, it's I, I definitely wanted to play it this weekend. I wanted to jump in and check it out and see how it feels. I'm not going to jump in and check out a PS4 without the haptic feedback uh, edition. Yeah. It's just... Um, so Not something you're interested in. I, I'm going to continue to mess with it uh, hope that there's like some sort of fix and uh, maybe even reach out to you know, Sony about it and see what happens um, but yeah it's it, that, that one's really weird I, I, I'm not too sure on um, how to resolve that yet and we like looking through like trying to figure out like anytime that you type in Spider-Man Miles Morales upgrading from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. It immediately starts talking about the 2018 edition. How do I upgrade and get that on my PlayStation 5? It's like, bitch, buy the game. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, there's nothing to... There's no upgrade from the PS4. You're not asking a real question here. Yeah. It, but that's neither here nor there. I had to go to a pretty CD site to even find someone talking about it, and they didn't have a resolution for it yet. Um... So I assume it's something Sony's working on. Um, But yeah, that one's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. That's weird, weird. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of. uh, It's it's kind of funny to see how, like the you you know there's always going to be bugs. Uh, It's kind of interesting to see the bugs roll out, I guess, and like. It was not a uh, accident that Sony waited so long to show some of the um, software functioning, I guess, on the, the PlayStation. They they definitely like they were very early on leaning on like, oh look at the hardware, let's do a full hardware breakdown and everything. And then when they finally had their uh, you know operating system breakdown video, it was the last one they did before it came out. Yeah, because it seems like it did come in pretty hot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I imagine I'll continue to have. Hopefully, I have a a resolution for that pretty quick. But um, yeah. you know, everyone has their own experiences. Oh, you know, weird things that happen depending on how you buy your games or you know what you do. Um, I think one of my next step, one of the next things I want to do is try to plug in my external hard drive that I had for the PS4. Mm-hmm the ps5 just to see what's going on there um but one of the other things that happened um and uh fug and i talked about this a little bit before the show (laughs) um Mm. there is sometimes when you 
And, and I don't know why. You're saying it's happening to you all the time. For me, it's happened very, very far and few in between. But it says that it failed to upload to the cloud storage. Yeah. Uh, mine said that last night, and I ended up exiting Assassin's Creed after playing for a while. Um, and it basically just asked me, after I clicked on the error, uh, it just said one or the other. Like, yeah. The manual like, save, save file made. one, save file two. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, let's check out the cloud storage. Clicked on the cloud storage, which uh, didn't update. When I clicked on that, it overwrote my manual save, taking me back by about four or five hours. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Well, why is that even a fucking thing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand how that would even be an option. Just take the newest one at all times. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me sitting here <laughs> with think. my fucking finger in my nose trying to play a video game um so yeah it's um weird week like i i've had that error every time i play any game playstation says oh your your thing didn't uh you know the, the upload didn't save or whatever yeah you're and i just i've been completely ignoring it because i remember i had a similar problem on my uh ps4 when they introduced the cloud saves and everything and it was giving me weird little bugs and errors all the time and i just ignored them because anytime I tried to do anything about them, it would cause some kind of massive fuck up like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've never, I've never dealt with that or had that issue before. So, mm. yeah. yeah, weird week uh, with that. Um, but how was setting up everything for you with the PlayStation Five? Yeah, other than that, it started up just fine. Um, it was kind of spotty having it transfer from my PS4. Uh, it was very hit or miss, so um, I ended up just you know only taking basically the save files and stuff and not trying to take over any games. Okay. Uh, so I figured that was probably what was slowing it down. But other than that, it was very smooth. Cool, cool. And the first thing you played was Astros. Yeah, I, I uh, got in and played through and beat Astros. I'm probably not going to go for the platinum because I'm actually I only got like. 30% of trophies playing through the game. And I'm not sure how that's possible because I went and looked at all the trophies afterwards and I for sure did stuff that should have gotten like half of the ones I don't have. Weird. So I'm not sure what it's... shy of some of those because some of the trophies were a little bit weird. That's annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I only had like between three and five left when I finished the game. Um, That's what I heard. Most people said that the game is designed to give you pretty much all the trophies. Yeah, it, I There's mean, as, many of as them. long because it's designed to be your first plat, basically. Yeah, as long as you're going through and getting, uh, you know, completing every level, um, yeah, you're doing a hundred percent of everything for every level. That you know, you should only be left with a couple. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I uh, there's definitely a lot that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm hundred percent positive I've done this. Like the the defeating certain numbers of enemies. I don't understand how you could not get that on the final boss. Oh, because it doesn't have to, it's not enemies. What? I know the one you're talking about. You're not that's not enemies that you're supposed to hit so many of. Why not? It's uh are you talking about the trophy where you're supposed to like do a spin attack and or hit so many other bots at once like 20 bots, I think? Uh no. That's for bots. Yeah. yeah, that's not what my trophy says. Yeah, it it, it it's for uh, basically you just get a 
Uh, what I did is just, just got a bunch of... Get the of crowd people. following you? I have the crowd of dudes following you. I have that Yeah, one. just get a yeah, bunch you, of them. When you have them all, have them all following you, do a spin attack and hit all of them. That's what it is. Yeah. That's annoying. And I've, I've also noticed that there's a lot of things that are not um, well described. Like it says, hey, go do this. And this is not a, something specific to Astros, but this is something that I think PlayStation has suffered from uniquely in their trophies for some reason. That it's like, do this, and then you go do that, and it doesn't work because they actually meant that you need to do that while wearing a hat or whatever. It just doesn't say that. It's <laughs> well, like, okay, what's the point of revealing of how to get this trophy if you don't actually tell me how to get it? Like, a lot of the trophies that were there were ones that I just kind of... I, as soon as I saw the setup, I was like, this is going to be a thing. I know it is. Like, hitting all the rabbits with the arrows. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I knew that was going to be a thing. There was no other reason for the bow to be there. Yeah. Um, there were a bunch of the other ones I thought were different, like um, deflecting a spinner's attack with an arrow was a really random one that I just did by mistake. Yeah, um, same thing. Juggling a ball five times with the frog suit was a weird one. I had to go back and do that one. Um, a bunch of other little quirky ones, like uh, the Honey, I'm Home trophy, where you had to walk underneath the little uh, home icon on the play- in the PlayStation Labo. Mm-hmm. Got that one. There were a lot of really quirky, weird ones that I loved... And I also love that some of them were named after, like, other classic games. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, the fact that there was a Wild Arms trophy, um, yep. Twisting Metal. Um, there are so many crazy ones. And just like, just like Fug said, Jason was just a That's really a good one. trophy. Yeah. Shelter from the Heavy Rain. Yeah, yeah that There's was... some extremely good ones. <laughs> that, that was... Yeah, that game is very good at uh, just, like... Showing you all of the nostalgia that you should have if you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like there. I don't. I, I'm trying to think if there were really any that I just didn't understand. Uh, most of them, I, most of them, I think I got. There was one off in the distance where it was like a big. And I think it might have been like a uh, Dark Souls or Demon Souls reference. It was like mm-hmm. a big bird off in the distance. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I wasn't sure about at first. Uh, that might be a uh, Shadow of the Colossus reference. Do we have a Shadow of the Colossus reference? I guess it could be. This has got to be the big guys, right? Because there was a big bird enemy in Shadow of the Colossus that you just saw it in the distance, like, circling the map. That was a Last Guardian reference. Mm. Oh, was it? I mean, okay. I yeah, it there's a list you can pull up where it shows up uh, all, all the, references. the references. It's like 64 references, I believe. Drop that right here. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm doing that right now because it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely recommend anybody that has a that is getting or has gotten a PS5, basically just do that first. It's, it's what it is intended to do. It's, it's going to show you how the controller works. It's going to show you the new features of the system. And if you're an old school Sony fan, you're gonna see a lot of stuff you like. Yeah, you're kind of required to do it because it's so good. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, feel free to go through that list because they are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spyro. I didn't get the Beyond Two Souls one. The Knack was. I guess I didn't get Ridge Racer. The flower one was really pretty. Uh, the mm-hmm. ape escape one was really good. The medieval one I loved. That's, uh, 
Death Stranding was funny. Oh, uh, what was that one? Oh, Tearaway. I, I didn't get that one yep. right away. I love Tearaway. Mm. It was really good. Um, yeah. The Ico was very obvious. Uh, the Everybody's Golf was really good. Like, <laughs> that last Guardian one, though, was the only one that threw me. Um, I, I caught every other one. Including Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash was one that I thought was nuts. That one was really big. Like, hmm. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a big one. I love that Ghost of Tsushima had one, because yep. that game was still in development while this game was in development. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that that was Infamous. I, I saw oh, what yeah. it was, but I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. think that I knew was that was Infamous instantly. Well, yeah, it was in the middle of the lightning storm and everything, yeah. I didn't get Siren either. I don't know what Siren even is. I got Siren. I didn't get the, the Doko Demo Isio because I had no idea what that was. That was never a U.S. thing, I don't believe. No, I, I definitely knew the two characters, but I didn't get the... Yeah. Moto Racer, Gravity Rush. Yeah, the Gravity Rush one was funny. Final Fantasy. I didn't... I, maybe I didn't see the Pain one. Maybe I just didn't see that one at all. Yeah, I didn't notice pain. I didn't notice... The Killzone one was really Oof. good. Silent Hill. That one was awesome. I didn't notice Vib Ribbon or Vibe Ribbon or however it is. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Fucking Spider-Man is so good. Detroit Become Human was a weird one. And, the Devil uh, May Cry one was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wipeout. Little Big Planet. Rezogun, I thought was really Rezogun, cool. that one's that one's really cool. I like that one. Uh, Loco Roco got me really fucking excited. Mm -hmm. uh, Loco Roco was one of my favorite ones. I squealed. <laughs> uh, same thing for Fat Princess. Concrete Genie. Yeah, the Fat was, Princess one was funny. Yeah, Concrete Genie was tucked away in that first level on the one side. The Resident, Resident Evil one was one really of my good, favorites. Yeah. That was yeah. such a good one because Resident Evil was like a, a big setup, and I loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, they they just made so many references in this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's, it's like so good. <laughs> and then like Patapon, Patapon, I loved, man. <laughs> Parappa the rapper with the cutouts. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Monster. Castlevania one man, Symphony of the Night that got me. Journey. Journey was really good too. The peak of the mountain, yeah. Journey, yeah, it's definitely a good really one. I mean, I definitely recommend it. Other than that, I've been playing. Um, I've still been playing Valhalla on the Xbox, mm -hmm. and uh, I started up Spider Man Miles Morales, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. I loved that the uh, the Order eighteen eighty six even got one because <laughs> like nobody remembered that game. <laughs> They've kind of tried to make you forget about it too. <sighs> one of these days. It's a good game. It's good for what it is. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get more someday. But, Someday. man, I... 1887. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they were like... What, what was the payoff? What was the payoff of making this game? Yeah, they were clearly <clears throat> trying to launch a series. But, like, it just did not do very well. And they were like, eh, toss it. Yeah, it, it, it was like a 20-minute game. <laughs> it was a tech demo. Yeah. It was... I think it, it was cool, though. I think it was like a two- or three-hour game. You could platinum it in, like, less than five. Maybe I'll play it on my PS5. Do it. It'll probably look dope. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. 
All right, that's the show, though. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Uh, if you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter, at mammothgamesinc, so you know when we go live. I'm one of your hosts, Fug. With me as always, Fug. And don't forget the Cyberpunk DLC got delayed. I'm Fug. All right, have a good one.